Welcome to the Walk by Faith podcast. I am your loving host, John McBride III, always giving you a word where we live for Christ and die to self daily. Scripture of purpose is John chapter 17, verse 4. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Before we get started, let's read the disclaimer. I am not a licensed counselor or therapist. I am only sharing my experiences, thoughts, and Bible application as I know it pertaining to the situations discussed. Now let's start the show. Before we get started, let's go to our Heavenly Father in a word of prayer. Our gracious Kind, loving Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to come to you, wanting, willing, and able to study your word. Hearing from you and helping us to see how we are to live daily, helping others to come to you and help to know you. Be with us in all that we say and do, and let this message be able to help and to open our minds to your word and always want to read it and become closer to you. In Jesus Christ's name, let us say, amen. Welcome once again to the Walk by Faith podcast. I appreciate all of your love, support, and all the calls and text messages for last week's first episode. You do not know how much that blessed my heart and helped me to understand that I'm doing each day for Christ and helping each and every one of you. Today is a very special episode and I hope you enjoy taking this walk with me. As Christians, people tend to believe that we always have things together. They say things like, you are always a goody two-shoes. You think you know it all. You must think you are the only one going to heaven. But if they only knew how much we struggle daily, just like them. Not wanting to let people down, always trying to maintain a godly image. So it begs the question, when was the last time you were tired of helping others and wanted to take care of yourself? You know how it goes, though. I give this person money, take this person there, give that person this, or maybe that, and not wanting or asking for nothing in return, and feeling burned out in the process. But yet, all the while, we forget who we do this for, 
and who supplies our needs. So today we're going to look at a familiar story, but I hope this evening you see it in a totally different way. What's the story you may ask? Well, let's turn to Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 6 before we get into that story. If you're taking notes, this episode is entitled Feeding Others When You Are Empty. Once again, Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. And we, we will be reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads as following. One day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Let's stop right there for a moment. As we see in verse 1, Jesus has given the 12 disciples power and authority to cast out all the demons and to heal all diseases. Now, wouldn't that be wonderful if we saw that today with all this COVID and all these different cancers and different diseases and ailments that we hurt with each and every day. But with the disciples being given these powers and, and authority, it makes you wonder if you had that power and authority. I don't know about you, but I would be pumped and excited trying to figure out how many people I would be able to help with these gifts that the Lord has blessed me with. You see, God never sends you somewhere and not give you all that you need to complete the task or journey. Let's go back to verse one and two again. One day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So now that they are equipped, what's next, you may ask? Let's read verse 3 and 4. Verse 3. Take nothing for your journey, he instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food, money, or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake his dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. 
Jesus, come on now. You tell me to take no walking stick, no traveler's bag, no food, no money, or even a change of clothes. How you got me in the streets wearing the same clothes, no food, and no money? Well, let's think about this. How many times do we pass by these type of people each and every day that are just having a hard time in life? Well, well, if you even know some of these people, but yet we don't even want to help them. So let's get to the meat of why we even here. I told you we had a great story this evening. And that story is Jesus feeds the 5,000. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Once again, we're in Luke 9. And we're going to read verse 10. And it reads as following. When the apostles returned... They told Jesus everything that they had done. Then he, meaning Jesus, slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. You see, Jesus was helping people. Giving them knowledge about the kingdom of God. But yet, his disciples were coming back into town and feeling so elated, wanting to express to Jesus all the things that they had done in his name for the kingdom. And I'm sure, as it said, then he, meaning Jesus, slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. Jesus wanted to go with them to hear about all these things. But yet, let's read verse 11. But the crowds found out where he was going and they followed him. And guess what Jesus did? He welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom of God and he healed those who were sick. I want you to ask yourself this question. How hungry are you? And how willing are you to find and follow Christ like these people were in these verses? Or maybe do we just come to Jesus to be healed or relieved from whatever situation we are dealing with? And that's all. Not truly wanting a deep and intimate relationship with God and knowing him as our father. Let's read verse 12. Late in the afternoon, 
the 12 disciples came to him and said, send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms so that they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. When reading this verse, it made me wonder, when was the last time that I was really hungry and irritated and even tired of dealing with people? It seems that the disciples felt this way because as we just read in verse 12, the disciples wanted Jesus to send these people away. And it was to a point that they knew that this place was desolate. And there is nothing here. We have no place to stay. And no food to find. Now, when reading the English Standard Version, the word desolate is what the disciples used instead of remote. Desolate just kept calling out to me. And when researching it, the word desolate means being deserted of people and in a state of bleak and dismal emptiness. Now, I know the disciples were describing the land. But maybe, just maybe, they were also describing their physical needs to eat. You see, when our minds are focused on the wrong thing, we cannot truly focus on the heavenly things above. Let's go back to verse 12 through 13. Late in the afternoon, the 12 disciples came to him and said, send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms so that they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. But check this out. Verse 13. But Jesus says, you feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? So in those verses, we see that the disciples are focused on three things. Food, shelter, and money. Now, isn't it funny how we focus on those same three things each and every day? But wait a minute. Jesus taught them not to focus on those things. Let's go back to verse 3 and 4 of Luke chapter 9. And it says, take nothing for your journey, he instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, 
a traveler's bag, food, money, or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. Now, it seems like to me that for their journey that they went on, Jesus provided all that they needed. But yet, now all of a sudden, you don't think he can provide for you? I don't know. Just a thought. Just a thought. So like we said, Jesus told them, you feed them. And the disciples said, for real, Jesus, I'm paraphrasing here, for real, Jesus, come on now. We only have five loaves and two fish. And it got me to thinking, how often do we give God excuses in the same manner? Excuses, you said? Yeah, excuses like why he can't use us. I only have a high school diploma. I don't pray or sing like he does or she does. I don't have a big house to invite people to or a nice car to drive people to here and there or even to church service. Or or is it I am just not good enough? But who knows? Maybe the disciples had a mindset of we are better than them. Because you read it in verse 13. It says, you expect us to buy enough food for this whole crowd? For these 5,000 men? It's not me talking. It's the scriptures. So, it's it's truly amazing how we expect God to do things for us, but yet how dare he want us to do things for others. Let's read verse 14 through 15. And it reads as following. For there were about 5,000 men there. Jesus replied, Tell them to sit down in groups of about 50 each. Verse 15. So the people all sat down. You see, when men see overwhelming numbers, God sees an undeniable opportunity to show God at work. When man sees no way, God provides a way. God wants you to give him what you have so that he can provide the rest. If you don't believe me, let's look at verse 16. And it reads, Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish 
to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. So let's look at the flow of increase and the example Christ is showing and teaching us. Let's look at that a little bit closer. You see, the equation is simple. Give it to Christ, then Christ gives it to God. And then God provides the increase and provides all that you need. We just read it in verse 16. Let's read it again. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. I find one thing very interesting. Always remember this. You have to be specific in what you pray for when dealing with your life and dealing with other people. We do not know what Jesus prayed for in that moment. But yet, whatever he prayed for, God heard it and understood what needed it, what needed to be done in that particular situation. So what are you praying for? What are you asking God to do for you in order for him to get the glory, not you? You see, once again, give it to Christ. Give all that you have to him. And then Christ will give it to God. And then God will provide all that you need. You heard what I said there. All that you need, not what you want, but what you need. Never get tired of helping feed others. Feeding others spiritually or even by the works that you do. Even when you feel empty inside, when you're feeling burnt out, it's all for God, not you. Always know that whatever we do is for God's kingdom. We only here for a little while, but while you were here for that little while, do all for him and his glory. In closing, let's read verse 17. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. Like I said, in the end, you will be blessed for all the things that you are doing for God. By putting him first, walking and talking like him, and showing others who God is and what he is capable of doing. God always takes care of his own. So if this message has helped you 
in any kind of way. Send text messages. Send a card. Or even call someone to see what you can do to help feed them spiritually. I hope this message has come to you in a way that you have never seen before. Meaning the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. May God bless you and help you to send this message to multiple people that you may come across each and every day. Always be thankful for what you have and never take it for granted. Remember to walk by faith, live for Christ, and die daily to self. Be blessed. Thank you.